The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. To Geraldine Herbert, motoring editor with the Sunday Independent. Geraldine, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Um, the disappointing news, I suppose, is that the death toll on our roads continues to rise, surpassing all of last year, and it's only the beginning of November. Uh, so something has got to be done, but what? It's shockingly high, Pat. It's actually 39 up on last year and 48 up on 2019. Yeah, well, um, there's an additional, I suppose, 1.2 million has been allocated for Go Safe fans from now to the remainder of the year. And there's more money being allocated next year. So obviously we know garden numbers are down in terms of actually road policing. So um, I, not so much to compensate, but in addition, they're, they're going to be rolling out more of these Go Safe, these static cameras. Now, the static cameras, you know, the Gose vans can move and they move from location to location. uh, So you never know where they're going to turn up, although their locations are normally uh, signaled that they could be here or they could be there. uh, But their locations are well known. The idea of static cameras that record, uh, as we used to have in the old days, and the camera would flash uh, at your rear number plate as you passed. um, There are more sophisticated versions of that kind of thing available now. There are. And actually in the UK, they're trialling um, a new generation of road safety cameras and they actually determine whether a motorist is using a mobile phone. They can tell whether the driver or even the occupants are wearing a seatbelt. So there's a lot that can be done with technology these days, Pat, and we really do need to rely on it more. It obviously does cost money, but I mean, you know, it is it is very effective. And we see that from the average speed cameras, how effective they've been in reducing um, average speeds. What is the RSA going to do? Okay, well, the RSA, I mean, obviously, you know, something has to be done and they're rolling out a number of campaigns between now and the end of the year. One of them is going to target young males in particular. And now this is probably not something that most of your listeners will hear because it will be radio ads that are on late at night. It will be looking at um, um, digital channels like TikTok and um, Spotify, Twitch, Instagram, all of those. They're also going to be rolling out a campaign targeting all adults um, about e-scooters because obviously the regulations to come in to legalise them are very should happen in the next few weeks. So they will have a campaign on that. So basically what they're doing is they're doing much more targeted campaigns at the moment. Um, so that's why not everybody will hear them because, as I said, the, the social media mix is quite different from what we normally get with kind of RSA campaigns. OK, so uh, the, the fact that they're targeting, say, the young male driver uh, who might be driving late at night, uh, whatever, uh, it, it wouldn't mean that the normal commuter will hear that at all. However, the normal commuter might hear something about uh, concentrating, not using the mobile phone, making sure you're belted up and your passengers are belted up, that kind of thing. Yes, so that's it. So they're very much targeting them and they're also geo-targeting them in the sense of particular counties that have really high instances of maybe young males, um, you know, having collisions between 12am and 8am. So this, I suppose this is a change in tack with the RSA, is this really, really targeted um, um, audience campaigns. Now, I want to talk to you about e-scooters because, uh, you know, there was a U-turn, as they put it, from uh, the the Minister for Transport, uh, Eamon Ryan, saying that uh, now you have to be 16 to drive an e-scooter. So he is open, obviously, to adjusting things. But I'm a bit confused about how the rules will operate. E-scooters come in all shapes and sizes. 
Yeah, there's going to be two types of regulations, Pat. One will be technical and one will be usage. So the technical regulations are what an e-scooter must be before it will be legal. So if you have an e-scooter that doesn't conform and they have to conform to all of these rules, they will then be legal on the road and then there'll be usage ones. So in terms of the technical um, regulations, it'll have to have a continuous rated power output of 400 watts or less. That is... The, the power output, right? It'll have to have an, a net weight of 25 kilos or less, a maximum design speed of 20 kilometres or less, as, uh, yeah, and a minimum diameter of 200 millimetres um, in terms of the wheels. It'll have to be fo- fitted with front and rear lights, reflectors, brakes and a bell. And then it'll have to be fitted with the manufacturer's plate certifying the power output, the weight and design speed. Now, Pat, if you conform to all of those, but the rated power output is 400 watts, is more than that, you, it'll still be be illegal on the road. So I'm not sure that e-scooter sellers are aware of all of this, but yeah. you have to conform to all of those. Okay, now, now I noticed you said that they have to have a bell, an audible yeah. warning, uh, because I, I, I walk all the time around the place with the dogs and, you know, a cyclist will come upon you and uh, sometimes they shout. Occasionally they'll have a bell, a, a, you know, a polite little bell. But cyclists on their bikes don't seem to have bells much anymore. Is it the law that they have to have bells in the way that e-scooters are going to have to have them? No, I don't think so, Pat, to be honest. And yes, e-scooters are to be treated like um, bikes under the law. But I mean, I I suppose the problem with e-scooters as well is we have a huge number of them on the road at the moment. How many of them will conform to these regulations? It's one thing if you go into a shop after these become legal. And you, you, these, you know, they'll have to conform to these rules. But what happens to the ones on the roads that don't? They mm. will remain illegal. And I don't know how the enforcement is going to work yeah. with those. Now, the 20 centimetre wheel diameter, that's only in old money, eight inches. And people maybe have a better handle on eight inches than they might have on 20 centimetres. If you go into a pothole with a 20 centimetre wheel, you're, you're going to be dumped onto the pavement. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the real safety risks with um, e-scooters. They're great on perfectly, you know, smooth, paved um, uh, surfaces and they work great in cities where they have that. But I mean, like I live in a rural road and I have actually, you know, watched e-scooters cruising past it when I'm walking at probably far more than 20 kilometres an hour. And I mean, they're certainly not designed for that. You know, they really are only designed for very smooth um, surfaces with no potholes, no imperfections, no nothing. Yeah. I mentioned, I think, that I was overtaken uh, cruising along by an e-scooter and then I matched uh, the speed uh, to try and figure out what speed he was going at. This was uh, uh, coming in uh, from Dunleary to Black Rock on uh, the road, the Monkstown Road, and uh, he was doing 48 kilometres an hour. There you are. Yeah, I mean, there are high powered ones on the road. And as I said, I've spoken to, to people selling e-scooters and they're not aware that there won't be a facility to legalise those ones. Um, so I'm not sure what's going to happen. And definitely some of the ones on the road are, mm. are not in any way conforming to these regulations. Okay. So anyway, we, we will see. And in time, maybe the older scooters will be off the road uh, as people do conform to the regulations. And the only ones on sale in the shops will be legal. But then, of course, people will buy online and all the rest of it. Moving on, though, to the rules about uh, driving them. Uh, So you have to be 16. So a guard stops you and says, um, how old are you? And the guy is far from shaving, says, uh, I'm 16, guard. And the guard says, "Okay," or no, you're not. Prove it. So what what way is it going to work? Because there's many a 
you know, an 18-year-old who doesn't look 16, many a 14-year-old who looks 18. How's it going to work? Yeah. Yeah, this was one of the reasons why Minister Eamon Ryan resisted this in the first place, because he said it would be actually unworkable. But the fact of the matter is where the regulation really has to come in is when you buy them, that you can prove then that you're that you're over 16. Because like we don't have an ID card system, so it's going to be very difficult and nobody carries their passport with them. So it's going to be very difficult to prove if you are stopped. So really that that the the I suppose the onus has to be that they're not sold to people mm. under the age of 16. Is there a and case? there's a whole host of issues with that. Yeah, I mean, the, the ID card, we don't have a national ID uh, card system. Uh, so will there be a case where those who are, you know, quite young looking will have to go to the guard station? You know, the way you, you get these cards yeah. that allow you to drink, to buy drink, because you look 16, but you're legally entitled to buy drink. So you show it at the off licence, I am over 18 and therefore you can buy drink. Is that what might be required or is there any talk of that from the minister? There's no talk at the moment as to how that can be done. But I mean, I, like it's it is going to be incredibly difficult, as I said, the where it really has to the regulation really has to be imposed is at the point of sale. That really is the only place. But again, then you'll have parents who may buy them for children that are, you know, for kids who are under 16. So it is it's going to be very difficult. And the other issue is they've been on the road for so long that so many bad habits and so many sort of make it up as you go along, you know, around the rules of on e-scooters e have occurred at this stage. It's going to be very hard to to roll all that back. All right, Chair. And of course, no helmets are required because there's no helmets required for um, bicycles at the moment, even e-bikes. So this story has a long way to run, I suspect. Uh, Geraldine Herbert, motoring editor with the Sunday Independent. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Now, The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.